0: The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Lady love, lady love. I don't really know how to start this one. Today's been like a day.
1: <laughs> I guess. I agree. I don't know. It's a weird day.
0: It is. I'm all nauseous. Eat too much. You're nauseous? Yeah, I don't know why. I think it's dev driving. I can see that. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Well, at least this week, this episode's not going to be too long. I'm just going to do a crimeathon.
1: Is it bad? Like, what's it's the topic. Last time you did a crimeathon, was it the kids one? No, I but- think I'm just mostly scarred by the kids one. That's why I just assume <laughs> it's like immediate, like awful top five murders that have happened in America or something like that.
0: No, this one's kind of a bad one. The last marathon I did was like the celebrity one. Oh yeah, yeah, that was definitely like a
1: palate cleanser. But this,
0: see, the kids still kind of lingers.
1: I totally forgot about the celebrity one. It was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It was cool. It was nice. You know, celebrities get in trouble too. But damn, bro, the kids were brutal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, this one's like it's like bad, but not really bad. It's like bad, but like it has a happy ending. Okay,
1: I like happy endings. I mean, don't y'all?
0: Yeah, and this is like a bitches with that big dick energy kind of
1: kind of carmathon. is it Oh wait, March is over. March was uh, a yeah. women's, women's Month,
0: right? Yeah, Women's and International Women's Month, or
1: what? What? What the fuck is that?
0: Yeah. See, I figured we could do something like that. That's why I was going with like the ladies. Like I went with the serial killer lady and stuff like that. <laughs> To honor Women's Month? Well, just because she's a woman, I mean, (laughs) it
1: proves that not only men can do any job. I mean, I guess like with the, I I guess more so the big dick energy. I thought would have more been like an international Women's thing. Yeah. Well, we'll start April with like some big dick Women's energy. I I mean, I'm all for it.
0: But anyway, I'm Courtney and I'm Kat and this is Wine, Wicked Crimes and Kat on My
1: It's exactly what it says it is, huh wine. <laughs> this is very interesting. It's actually really cute.
0: <laughs> well, so we kind of like spaced on getting wine this week it's 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 been it's been quite a week. it has there's been a lot of stuff going on this morning. I had to like <laughs> I put up our drunken disorderly episode for like Monday's episode, uh-huh. And I like recorded a small message beforehand, just to explain why this is not true crime anything, and why we are definitely drunk.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we were definitely just we were we were sauce, and they were like, "You want to do some recording? Yeah, some recording. It's perfect right now."
0: There's a part where I like ask you a question, and your answer to it literally had absolutely nothing to do with the question at all.
1: Oh my god, I can't even imagine. Oh, hilarious. That's funny, though. For this week, we did um, a strawberry rose Moscato. It really doesn't have that much of a description. Oh, wait. Here we go. It's all the way at the bottom. Oh, no, wait. Those are the ingredients. It has no description. Oh. Well, I mean, <laughs> okay. it was from 7-Eleven. It, it's extremely cute. I mean, it has cats on it. Hey.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I hope that because it's from 7-Eleven, it... Um, it doesn't taste like it's from Seven Eleven.
0: I mean, it was like a five dollar bottle of wine.
1: You know what though? You can't go wrong sometimes with the five dollar wines. You know what I mean? It depends. Like You think sometimes it could be too cheap?
0: Yeah, like oh, I'm yeah. okay with like the Gallo family cheap wine. It, yeah, those are nice. You get the fruity ones. Yeah, That's but a good like- time. But like the barefoot ones, I'm not about it. You don't it. like them? Not really. Wow. Those used to be like my go-to. Well, that's just because it was the only wine that they sold at Tops or some shit. No, <laughs> no
1: I never got it from Tops. I went to a little liquor store. They always had sales on barefoot too. Yeah. I don't know. It yeah. was just never for me. Huh. I mean, it's super cute. I like how it has the... <laughs> I don't even know what the name... I feel like I know the... No pregnancy. Don't drink during pregnant. What's the name of that symbol? I like. I know so many random uh, little things, but I don't know what that little symbol is. But I love that it has like a crossed out woman in the back. Like don't do it if you are pregnant. Here's a picture in case you need help.
0: Yeah, that's how you always know the alcoholics on like Facebook and shit. Because you always have that bitch that's pregnant and then she's like, Is it true you can drink at least one glass of wine a day while pregnant? And I I'm have, like, This just don't drink it.
1: What? I have never seen that, but you know, everything that has alcohol in it pretty much says do not ingest if you're pregnant. <laughs> Message from the surgeon general or whatever the fuck it is. But yeah, wine with natural flavors
0: it's good, and it's called fun
1: wine and let me tell you it looks exactly like that yeah it does the bottle's very cute it's got like emojis on it and shit oh it's a mouth oh that
0: is a mouth
1: I was wondering what the fuck it was I thought it was like a swirl but then I'm like that's a really weird looking swirl and I like back up I'm like it's a fucking mouth Mm -hmm. alright just
0: got a little sexual with the fun wine Okay. Again, it's got like a mouth and a tongue and <laughs> strawberries with faces. I feel like they just didn't know what the fuck to do with this bottle, so they just threw a bunch of shit on there. I'm like, let's toss some emojis, some cats.
1: Like everything.
0: Strawberries with faces. How's it smell? It smells, you know what? It smells
1: like wine. I'm not going to lie.
0: <laughs> it smells like wine? Uh, like, oh, is it? That's it cute. It a little fizzy it's all pinky. It's pinky. Okay. All right. kind of cute.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm really curious to taste it. I'm glad that on the back it says serve chilled or on the rocks. So it leads me to believe that... It's probably not that great. No, I mean, that maybe it's not terrible. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm hopeful. It's... It's... It's cute.
0: We'll see. Can you smell it? <laughs> okay, yeah, it smells like... <laughs>
1: It smells like wine. Like, you got to give that to it. Like, yeah. it doesn't even smell bad. That's the thing. No,
0: it does smell like a Moscato. Like, it smells like a There you like go. They, like they, yeah, there you go.
1: Okay. I'm just going to take a little sip. Yeah,
0: we'll just... <laughs> oh, wow. That's really yeah, good. Yeah, that is good. Oh, Yes!
1: world's smallest and being so scared <laughs> striking out on these wines has been awful but you know what that's not bad
0: that isn't bad see and i was looking at either this one or the sangria one but the sangria one there was like mad bottles there was like the cans and there was like dust on top of them
1: oh you can tell yeah, yeah. i was
0: like mm, let's go with the one no let's go one's with the fan bottle. favorite no all right you know what you
1: going to get drunk and you, you got a 7-eleven close by go spend five dollars on the fun wine it's like fizzy, yeah, but sweet, not it, tart, and cheap tasting. Yeah, it's not bad. Wow. All right. That's much better than the leprechaun tears. <laughs> Listen, there's no way. I, I don't know if we can ever redeem ourselves from such a terrible-tasting wine. It's just insulting
0: to all the senses. Yeah, I was very upset. I wish I could get my money back on that one. When I read Apple... I was so hopeful. Did not like get into apple juice? Yeah, no, No, not at all. No, they they definitely told us to go fuck ourselves. Yeah, (laughs) they're like you thought apple, we meant crab apple. (laughs) Ew. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and before we get started, like two weeks ago, I want to say by the time this episode comes out, Mm -hmm. maybe three weeks, I'm not sure. Lady Love and I guest starred on History Creeps with our friend Kriya. And Johnny. Yeah. So if you guys wanted to check that out, we did an episode with them on the Bennington Triangle. Mm-hmm. But it was more or less like me sitting here like, this shit's bullshit. <laughs> and then Lady Love like, but what if it's not? <laughs> Listen, I learned a lot. But I
1: still want to look it up, but I feel like I will get creeped out. Remember when he said there's like a whole lost people in the national parks and shit? Oh, like yeah. That? I'm
0: fucking petrified. Well, I mean, serial killers creep around in the woods. That's what they do. That That's Makes awesome.
1: Sense. That's awesome for somebody who likes to hike alone.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. That's why I tell you, not to hike alone all the time. Yeah, well, I
1: haven't gone because of it. <laughs> but I haven't gone, and now, with me flipping my life upside down, I'm probably never going to see the outside again, or at least the brightness. God. I yeah, know.
0: know. This overnight shift is going to be really what It's going to be what. Yeah. Sorry, ladybug.
1: Oh, whatever. It happens. <laughs>
0: But, uh, yeah, we're about to do a bad bitches kind of thon Yeah, they'd on me. So the first one is titled, Who Decided the Internet Was a Good Idea? I don't
1: know, but it was terrible.
0: It's definitely a terrible idea. So on January 1st, 2002, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.
1: Ooh, real (laughs) far from here. I
0: know, super far. (laughs) 13-year-old Alicia... Kozakowicz Kozakowicz I feel like that's pretty close I, Yeah we'll go with it <laughs> Was celebrating the new year with her family Everything seemed to be going great And she was super excited to meet a secret friend That she had made 8 or 9 months prior mm-hmm. In a Yahoo chat room So after some food and fun Alicia told her mom that she wasn't feeling good And was going to go lie down But that was a lie Alicia pretended to go take a nap And snuck out of the house When everyone was distracted she got about a block and a half away from the house when she realized that the 13-year-old boy she'd been building a friendship with and confided in was not actually 13. He was actually a 38-year-old pedophile named Gross. Scott William Tyree. Le her. When she came face to face with her quote-unquote friend, Scott got her to get into his car. In an interview, she said that she was immediately scared for her life. And once Scott got her into his car, he drove her back to his home in Virginia, where he- Oh, shit. Yeah. From PA? Yep. That's a solid drive, right? Yeah, that's mad far. Okay. Virginia to Pennsylvania, that's far.
1: Yes. Like- Okay, I'm sorry. It just threw me off. Like, I thought it was like, down the street to his home where he had been watching her for months. No, like- No. (laughs) Homie was like, we're going back to
0: Virginia. (laughs) What? You about to meet the South. Oh, (laughs) God, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Gross. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Once he got her in the car, Scott drove her back to his home in Virginia, where he forced her into his basement torture room. Mm -mm. He beat her, raped her, and restrained her by shackling her to the floor with a dog collar. Damn. She's 13. And he's 38. That's gross. So to make this horrible crime even worse, not only was he beating and raping her while she was restrained... But he decided to record and live stream the horrendous act on the internet for other predators to watch.
1: It has to be like some dark web shit, right? Yeah, they
0: have like all kinds of internet sites on the dark web where people can watch like pedophiles do gross stuff. That's disgusting. Okay. So Scott held Alicia captive for four days, assaulting her multiple times. When some perv watching Alicia's rape and torture recognized her as a missing child... The person, not wanting to get in trouble for watching the kiddie porn, called in an anonymous tip to the FBI from a payphone in Florida. Oh,
1: why are these people so fucking spread out? I mean, pedophiles. It's on the internet. The internet's everywhere. I mean, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Oh, so that's true. Okay.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) the anonymous caller gave the FBI the Yahoo username. It's just disgusting that I guess it's just that wide stream oh yeah no it's definitely fucking disgusting and i feel like they're all in like a little cult or something i seen this little documentary
1: once about a boy that had gone missing but his mom swears that he wasn't like murdered he was kidnapped by a group of pedophile ring Mm -hmm. leaders and he's fucking trapped and he came to see her one day at her door or something was like tell no one about this i love you mom bye forever and she's like come back i'm like what the fuck is going on here like Is this real life? Yeah,
0: that's really a thing. Like, there's this whole pedophile, like, ring that was happening in, like, the government. And, like, people high up in the government were part of it. And they were, like, taking these kids from other countries. Oh. And, like, doing terrible things to them in, like, other countries where they couldn't, you know. be prosecuted Yeah. Wow. And then, like, as soon as it all started coming out, like, that shit disappeared because it was all. Like the Jeffrey Epstein? mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it no
1: definitely how, how he or why he got murdered.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because it's not like he was hiding a pedophile sex ring or anything. But yeah, so damn. The anonymous caller gave the FBI the Yahoo username that mm-hmm. Scott used to stream the video, and luckily he did because on January fourth, two thousand two, at four ten p.m., the FBI tracked the IP address of the streamer back to Scott Tyree's home and found thirteen-year-old Alicia restrained in the basement. 30 minutes later, Scott William Tyree was arrested at his job for kidnapping, rape, and torture of Alisa Kozakowitz. Damn. So, Alicia was checked out at a hospital and reunited with her parents with a lot of pain and torment to deal with. Mm-hmm. Scotty was sentenced to 19 years and seven months in prison, but was released in February of 2019. But he went back to prison recently for violating his parole. Why would you let a pedophile out of jail? They let a lot of people out of jail that should not be out of jail. A fucking pedophile? Yeah, a fucking pedophile. It's disgusting.
1: I fucking shoot him.
0: That's what I said. Like, why is this not okay? I feel like if you're a pedophile, because they say it's not fixable, just castrate him. Just, oh, exactly.
1: Like, they're not going to stop. It's not going to be like, you know what? I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. Did I do that?
1: I did I, I'm reformed. Yeah. I don't even know if 400 would be It's like praying the that. gay away. You
0: can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going
1: to stop it. Just let them go. They're just, I, you know, like. Exactly.
0: Pedophiles are just going to be pedophiles. It's not like anyone wants to want to. Take them onto a field and shoot them. Yeah. That's Easy. Easy. Mm-hmm. Especially because they all end up raping little babies. Like, who kidnaps a little baby? A pedophile. How much of that did he do? He did two years? Maybe Three. Before he was released out of a twenty-year sentence, so they found him in two thousand and two. So he was released in twenty nineteen. So that's like seventeen years, but still, it's not enough. Right, two years shy of his prison sentence, and what is already back in there? Yep, because he violated parole. It didn't say for what, but I'm sure he tried to do something oh, terrible. Right, uh-huh. had kitty porn, you know, something. Right. Right. Well, after she was rescued, Alicia had a lot of trauma to get through. Mm -hmm. She obviously suffered from PTSD and to this day cannot remember most of her life prior to the abduction. A year later, when she was 14, she founded an advocacy group called the Alicia Project, Mm -hmm. and it raises awareness and educates children about predators and internet safety. She's dedicated her life to protecting children from what she endured and lobbied for the passage of Alicia's Law which gives funding to the Internet Crimes Against Child Task Force, also known as the ICAC, for training, research, and rescue efforts for law enforcement to find sexually exploited children. All of her efforts have paid off tremendously. Eleven states have actually passed Alicia's law. Nice. And in 2018, it was reported to have assisted in arresting over 1,000 Internet predators in Wisconsin alone. Damn. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. That's disgusting. And that's just internet predators. That's not even like everyday, like run of the mill gross people mm-hmm. that don't know the internet. So she's now an airline ambassadors international human trafficking awareness trainer. Holy shit. And that's spokesperson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Alicia teaches airport personnel to recognize and report signs of human trafficking. Wow. I mean, huh. Talk about making a career out of your fucking misfortunes. Oh, it changed her life,
1: obviously. That's that's pretty amazing. Good for her. That's definitely big dick energy, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially 13 years old. Like, are you for real? How old is she
0: now? That happened in 2002? She was born in 88.
1: Oh, that's my sister's age. She's fucking
0: 30-something now. Yeah. So she's not even that old. No, yeah, she's not. Okay. Good for her.
1: Your big dick energy. Oh, yeah. Saving pussies all around the world. <laughs> pedophiles. Well, kiddos, I guess. Yeah,
0: saving all of them. At number four, I named this one I knew real estate agents were shady, but damn. <laughs> okay. So on August 31st, 2016, in Spartanburg, South Carolina, mm-hmm. 30-year-old Kayla Brown and her boyfriend, Charles Carver, were going to meet up with a real estate agent named Todd Colehead. Okay. Kayla had been doing housekeeping work on the side for him since May of that year mm-hmm. on homes that he was getting ready to show and sell. Mm-hmm. That day, however, was a little different. Todd asked Kayla if she would do some work for him at his personal home on his estate and to only bring her boyfriend along as an extra set of hands if she needed to. Okay,
1: Todd.
0: <laughs> yeah, because, like, prior to it in the other home, she would always tell her she could bring whoever she wanted with her mm-hmm. to, like, help. But this time he specifically said bring the boyfriend. And his reason was that he didn't want strangers to know where he lived. Fair. All right. So Todd had always been very professional with her, so she agreed. When Kayla and Charlie got to Todd's property— He led them into a large garage and told them that they'd be cleaning underbrush off the trails on his land. When they walked back outside, Todd said he forgot to grab something and would show them where the trails were in just a moment. So Todd walked back into the garage and then he started walking out with a gun. What the fuck? (laughs) No, she better don't. And shot Charlie in the chest (gasps) three times before anyone could even register what was going on. So he didn't even, like, make it fully out of the garage. He, like, went in there, grabbed a gun, and bang, bang, bang. Oh, okay.
1: Not where I thought this was going, by the way.
0: (laughs) All right. So Todd walked Kayla back into the garage and made her sit on the ground, handcuffed her wrists and ankles, and then put a gag in her mouth so that she couldn't escape while he cleaned up the mess that he made with Charlie and wrapped up his body in a blue tarp. Okay. Okay. 20 minutes later, Todd came back and forced Kayla into a large shipping container that was pitch black inside. The fuck? Yeah. The shipping container on his land was like full of dried food and like water bottles and shit like that and random guns. Oh. Yeah. A shipping container, you know. Ew. And he had like 95 or 99 acres of land. what else was on there. A lot. That's gross. Okay. So Todd took Kayla to the back of the container- Bound and chained her by the neck at one corner and then chained her ankles to the other corner of the Mm -hmm. container. Then he left her there for hours. When he came back, he told Kayla that if she tried to run or hurt him or fight back in any way that he would kill her. And then he mercilessly raped her. Kayla and, and Charlie were reported missing. And while searching for them... The police saw the cell phone pings and Facebook messages that Kayla had sent about going to clean for Todd Kohlhepp. Mm-hmm. So they searched his property and heard screaming and pounding coming from the inside of a shipping container on Todd's property. Two months after being kidnapped, Kayla was finally found Wow! on November 3rd, 2016. Oh, it gets better, Lady Love.
1: Oh, wow.
0: When they found the container, they had to cut through five locks.
1: Damn. <laughs> That's fucked up
0: Yeah Once law enforcement got to her Kayla wasted no time Spilling the tea As soon as (laughs) As soon as the cops got to her She told them that Todd murdered Charlie And he definitely had other bodies on the land Yeah Because before he put her into the shipping container He made sure to walk her around And he went to this like unmarked grave that he had And told her that he had killed other people And that she would end up like this If she didn't do what he said Shit so, the 95 or 99 acres of land mm-hmm. was searched, and two bodies were found. Mm. Husband and wife, Johnny Joe Coxie and Megan Leah McCraw Coxie, who had been reported missing December 22nd of 2015. Wow. Once he was found out, Todd spilled his guts and also admitted to murdering four people in the Superbike Motorsports motorcycle shop on November 6, 2003. What the fuck? It's been like... <laughs> 12 years! 13 years since his first murder! Well, th- that may not have even been his first one. Like, these are just... He's a serial killer. Oh my god, what the fuck, and, dude? And serial killers have, like, cooling off periods, so they'll, like, kill someone and then they'll stop for a while. And then, like, as the years go on, like, the killings become more and more frequent. Oh god. Well, on May 26, 2017, serial killer Todd Colehead pled guilty to seven counts of murder two counts of kidnapping, and one count of criminal sexual assault, and was sentenced to seven consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole. Good. There's not much info about Kayla's life now, Mm -hmm. but in July of 2019, she was charged with criminal domestic violence in the third degree after punching her friend-boyfriend in the face after having moved in with him only two weeks prior. (laughs) Oh, whoa. It was like a thing. I guess they argued, okay. and Kayla told him to get out, and he like kind of pressed her and was like, "Make me," and then she just like punched him in the face. <laughs> but she,
1: didn't. She move in with him. No, he moved in with her. Oh, he moved in with her.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. No comment. Yeah. <sighs> and I mean, if you're gonna press her, this bitch was living in a shipping container for <laughs> she two has months. Nothing to lose. Exactly. If she you think. Just <laughs> saying. And her boyfriend ended up getting charged, too, because, like, after she punched him, he, like, choked her out. Oh, whoa. Well. Yeah, so, I mean, it was a thing. <laughs> oh,
1: my god! None of these stories are going where I think they're going.
0: No, this is definitely, like, I was doing this, and I was like, man, this is, like, mentally exhausting. What the fuck, dude? Okay, but, yeah. But, yeah, so... Kayla did, however, sue Todd in a personal injury lawsuit mm-hmm. and was awarded $6 million in damages. Okay. And as of the news reports that I was looking at, she also may have been given 50% of Todd's assets. Fuck. Yeah. And he was like, he had like a lot of shit.
1: He sounds like a filthy millionaire doing disgusting <laughs> moral-less people shit.
0: Oh, yeah. No, it's awful. Like. Moralless.
1: No. Immoral? Immoral.
0: <laughs> <Moralists>. moralist.
1: <laughs> what the fuck.
0: It's one of those days like a lot of Yeah,
1: I guess. I don't know, how I keep shit together.
0: <laughs> then there's like a video Moralist. <laughs> a video of of of, uh, of them finding Kayla. Ew. Yeah, so like you could see what he was keeping her in. And like she was legitimately chained into he had like a fucking uh a little like metal spoke sticking out of the back of the thing and then like an actual chain wow. wrapped around her neck with a padlock
1: that's fucking insane yeah it's fucked up oh
0: wonder if she heard them outside <laughs> Yes. she did. They were like um she was pounding and screaming and that's how they heard her in the shipping container.
1: You hey Go. 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 Go.
0: Go. This is, this, bolt is, cutters. this is our best. These are paramedics. Oh yeah. Okay, we're going to get you out of there. Okay. Hang loose, Logan. Got a, I need a handcuff key. Handcuff key. I don't. I got it right here. Hold up. Jump slide back. Hold, Hold on. got a light. Pictures, we got to get picked on. Randy, let me see your light, Randy.
1: Right. Yeah. You can you can put your hand on me. You're okay. We're here. You. Okay. Just jump it back. Light on her own. Okay. We'll get the rest over here. Let's get her out of here. We're getting bolt cutters, honey. Don't, don't. You got of the no. Both yeah. Okay, wall okay. And okay.
0: The All right. wall okay. All right. All right, we'll get you. Out. Okay. I got one, 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 one. i Don't one do this. Bolt cut. Just hit the chain right there. Move. Just no, just write that her hand, Brandon. We'll we'll get it off. We'll get it off we'll good. Right Do you know where your buddy is? You shot him? Who did. Fish. Todd pulled shot
1: Charlie Carver, three times in the chest, wrapped him in a blue
0: tarp, put him in the bucket of the tractor. Walked
1: me down here and I never seen him
0: again. Okay. He says he's dead
1: and buried he says there's Several bodies dead and buried out here and he says that the dogs will be ruined if they go looking because they're red We're gonna step you up, sweetie. pepper.
0: What what? Press pepper. Tell the
1: dog people that. He says no, there's pepper was, everywhere around the car. First they're moving into the land. Okay. the cover? John. Jeez. That's
0: awful. And you know the most fucked up part of that video? I was watching it all he gave her was a fucking jar of peanut butter and a bottle of water with like some books i didn't even see that i mean i seen the books i didn't see the peanut
1: butter or anything else that's fucked up though like wow
0: and she was laying on dog beds oh yeah so oh. she was forced to just like sit there because she was chained by the neck so she couldn't stand or anything right so she just had to sit on dog beds for two months that's awful I'm Glad she's out though yeah Now, number Mm two. I titled this one, Satan, is that you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. On May 19th, 1977, in Eugene, Oregon, Mm -hmm. 20-year-old Colleen Stan decided to go visit a friend in Northern California. She didn't have a car, so she decided what everyone in the 70s did and figured hitchhiking would be the best mode of transportation to get there. Sure. (laughs) Who the fuck hitchhikes all the way across, like, to other states, though? I mean... Back
1: then, everyone was very trusting of each other. And people didn't have cars the way they do now.
0: But still, like, take the
1: bus. You do know, something. when the bus is like 15 miles down, they love, and you see a stranger coming down, you're like, you know what, that stranger looks better than me walk in. 15 miles
0: in the hot sun. Well, I guarantee you she would have much rather walked those 15 miles after what happened to her. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that's every hitchhiker
1: story after it <laughs> fucking goes bad.
0: like people don't hitchhike anymore. I know. Like, I see hitchhikers occasionally, and I'm like, ah, uh-uh, you got me crazy thinking I'm going to stop my car. Yeah. Really? Sometimes I'll see them going down fucking Walden. You sure they're not just a bunch of bums? Nope. It's definitely I've seen hitchhikers. The one time I seen this one bum, though, with, like, the bum sack, you know, in the cartoons where they have, like, the... With the stick. Yeah.
1: I would love to see that.
0: It was hilarious. They love, like, me and Deb were driving. And I was like, do you see that? He's like, yeah, it's a bum sack. <laughs> I
1: haven't seen one, but I haven't noticed fucking hitchhikers either. That's just... It's really weird. People yeah. legitimately stick their thumb out and I was
0: like, You gotta no be kidding me. Way. You think I'm gonna let some stranger into my car.
1: Easy like easy way to get murdered, just
0: Mm-hmm. Alright. D- d- tell, me, tell me about the lady. So she was being careful and actually turned down like two drives prior from different people because she didn't think the situation was great. Like one was a car full of dudes pulled up and was like, Hey, you need a ride and she's like, nah. Then mm-hmm. the other one was just like a weird guy. So, a blue van ends up pulling up, and it was Cameron Hooker with his wife, Janice, and their baby in the car.
1: That sounds, that's all they
0: do. They stopped and offered Colleen a ride, and she accepted, thinking that they were, you know, a nice family. He was in his 20s, she was really young, you know, whatever. But she soon found out that they were not. Cameron pulled onto a side road to, quote, sightsee, and he ended up holding Colleen at knife point, bound her hands, and then put a wooden box on her head so that she couldn't see where he was taking her. A wooden box. Yeah, like he he made a wooden box, and it was heavy. It was like 20 pounds with like a hinge on it, and then he like locked her head inside of it, and then made her sit down so that no one could see that her body. So it just looked like a box in the back seat. What the fuck? Yeah. And she couldn't see anything and she couldn't, like, breathe barely because it was just, like, a closed up box. But, yeah. So, he put a box on her head so she couldn't see where she was going, mm-hmm. which was back to their family home in Red Bluff, California. Mm-hmm. And I had listened to a podcast about this case before I even wrote about it. And she said that, like, while she's sitting in the car in this fucking with a box on her head that she could smell fast food. So these motherfuckers abducted her and then went and like picked up food from a drive thru to Jeez. eat it on the way home. <laughs> so get
1: burning a lot of calories, uh, you know, putting somebody's head in a box and kidnapping them at knife point.
0: I guess mm-hmm. <laughs> calls for a Big Mac. I don't know. <laughs> mm. So once they got her back to their home, Cameron stripped Colleen naked and hung her by her wrists from the rafters in the basement, mm. blindfolded. And then beat her and torture her until she passed out. Wow. And he was, like, electrocuting her and shit. Like, all kinds of crazy stuff. Wow. When she came to, Cameron and his wife Janice were having sex underneath her. Like, her legs. So, she's, like, hanging from the rafters in the basement.
1: Oh. And they're
0: laying on the ground underneath her bumping uglies. That's (laughs) That's
1: so gross. Okay.
0: And, like, can you imagine that you wake up and you just hear people fucking? Because she couldn't see them.
1: She could just hear it oh that's even worse that's worse
0: yeah um and who bangs on the basement floor like every basement i've been in is gross there's spiders everywhere maybe Rocks. It was a
1: finished, maybe it was a finished basement or maybe they didn't mind maybe they put down like a little doggy bed and banged on that you know <laughs> a doggy bed underneath the lady that's <laughs> hanging there hey it's a basement no need for class it's not a bedroom
0: but, like, this had to be a pretty high basement ceiling because, like, what if he, like, leaned up and her feet, like, hit him in the back of the head or something? Like, they probably he, liked it. <laughs> you know? Oh, kick me. Yeah, kick they, me harder. You already got somebody
1: bounded up by their, by their wrists. What's a little fucking foot action? <laughs> you know what I mean, love Some people like that. I guess. See? It's different now,
0: isn't it? <laughs> like, people are fucking weirdly loved. Like, some of the stuff I've heard that people like. Like what? Like the foot? I don't think the foot fetish is weird, actually. Well, actually, we were just hanging out with one of our friends and, like, he was talking about how crazy his girlfriend is or whatever. And he's mm-hmm. like, this bitch, this weird bitch asked me to spit in her face. And I was like, she asked you to what? He's like, we were, like, boning. And she was like, spit in my face. I'm like, like, hawk a and spit in <laughs> her face? <laughs> he's like, yeah. She's gross. I was That's like, not gross. A a loogie and spitting in somebody's face? <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, I don't think it's, I don't think it's gross. I'm not about it, Layla.
0: If someone spit on me, bro.
1: I can just imagine your
0: reaction. <laughs> I can just
1: imagine your reaction to this, like, oh, God. Oh, Like, okay, I don't know. I don't know. It's. The, I don't think it's something that's that weird, you know? I think it just, I guess it just depends on the
0: person. I've never been in the heat of the moment, and I'm like, spit on me. I no. <laughs> I feel like the way that you're saying it just makes it sound, <laughs> just makes it sound weird. I mean, I'm just trying to think of a way to make it sound sexy, and I can't. There's no way. where I'm like, it's like someone saying to pee on them. Like it's fucking no, weird.
1: No, no. See, that's 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 bodily fluids. They love you swap spit all the time because you're when you kiss you swap spit. Yeah,
0: but I don't want to we'll on my face. Their spit.
1: It's like like you wouldn't let somebody spit in your mouth.
0: No, really? Yeah, no.
1: And she said, said "Simon can't spit in her mouth." No, (laughs) they love you. Swallow his spit all of the time. It's not in a big concentrated log. It's
0: broke. You act like there's fucking mucus in that log. It's just you never know. Oh my god. And then like no, not about it. Not about it. And plus, she said she told him to spit on her face. Yeah, I heard that part too. On the face. Yes,
1: I love it
0: jerry and it's like
1: a fight <laughs> yeah but they do it with the wrong intentions that's what i'm saying i feel like you're saying it with the wrong inflection in the voice so everybody's like oh my god no it's spinning in the face listen
0: i'm still trying to picture it and i'm just every every way i'm picturing it i'm still offended at the end
1: <laughs> yeah i mean to each his own i guess I mean, I'm not I like, really don't think that's so strange, though. I'm I would have been like, yeah, she a fleek. She's fucking something. She's a fleek, Layla. That's what it is. If she likes to be spit on, imagine what else goes down. Oh, no. That bitch is crazy. She probably... She, listen, that that relationship is going to go into her pegging him direction real soon. Dude,
0: I'm surprised that hasn't even gotten soon. there yet. This bitch broke his nose the one day before work. <laughs> fucking? No. Just oh, like, just like arguing, and she just like punched him. Oh, whoa, really? Yeah, he came into work, his nose was all crooked. I was like, ah, oh, dog, damn. I don't know if it was actually
1: broken, but it was definitely swollen. He isn't cool crooked. Anymore. And she's definitely a fucking freak, baby. No, she's a fucking psycho. That's what she is. No, <laughs> she broke Homie's nose. Wow, that's a
0: she's a strong woman. I mean, I'm, I'm and is She's not a little girl either. Like, oh really? Oh yeah, I imagine when she hits him, that she's got to hurt. It's like, you know what I mean? Oh, I get it. It's not imagine. like a little girl. Like you know how they have like the his little nose swell? Yeah, his nose was all swollen. <laughs> Aw. the so one day he go came girl. in, his eye was all scratched up. I was like, wow, damn. Really? Oh yeah, she beats him instead. sad. You go
1: girl. No, it's not
0: a you go girl <laughs> situation, Like, love. This one's abuse. Like, <laughs> it's not like it's dirt in the bone. It's like it's just abuse <laughs> <laughs> okay honestly that really
1: does paint a different picture <laughs> now I'm kind of disgusted by her asking for him yeah. to spit on him for, for her to spit for him to spit on her yeah I wonder okay. that means they love if she asked for that she's definitely slapped him during sex
0: oh yeah I for think sure. that's once. I know you did. (laughs) I remember you said you got too into it and it was like really hard. So see, so imagine doing that and then just
1: being like, oh, what happened?
0: You know what I mean? So maybe
1: like, you know, I'm I'm trying to like throw a bone in there. I give, you know, give up,
0: you know how I feel about it. Give opportunity to everything. You never know. I don't kink shame. Whatever you're into, you're into. (laughs) I just guess I have a very limited spectrum and I did not think I was like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, you're like, oh, I didn't think I was that limited, but spit, them. Yeah, that. no, I'm pretty limited. Like, the more things I learned about, like, I had this one friend who was like, he wanted to, like, suspend himself. Like, I put hooks on. Oh, no, not like that. Yeah, no, he wants to, like, hook, put hooks In into his skin. Ooh. No, he said, like, like on his chest, like, hooks Ooh, into the chest and the stomach. And, like, suspend. And I was like, You trying to die? Is this what you're trying to do? There's, like, a whole culture behind that. Yeah. It's insane. Have you seen
1: the one that's, like, all bondage? Like there's like this. She's I think she's like an old Japanese lady.
0: It would be an old Japanese lady. <laughs>
1: it's super cool. She teaches you how like to bound your partner.
0: Yeah, because there's a way. Like you got to do certain knots and stuff, right? Oh, lady,
1: she's like tru, <laughs> like it's like twenty feet of rope or some crazy shit like that.
0: Have you ever seen the lady that supposedly gives like the best blowjobs in the world and she does like classes? No, I've mm. never heard of that. Oh my god, you should look it up on YouTube. It's like crazy. She does some I weird love, I don't shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, they love this. I have never seen I'm this just before. <laughs> it's I a, like the grapefruit thing. Yeah, it's like the either. grapefruit. Oh god! And I think it's that chick. It's that lady. I feel like it would sting. Well, she does that, and then like she likes the way she spits on it. It's like really gross. Like I don't know how she has this much spit, but it's like the you know that, that.
1: I'll tell you how to get the spit. <laughs>
0: It's like, you know that Lukey you do over your sibling yes, as a kid? Like, it's like something that you do. They the, love. But the, like I'm dehydrated and my spit's all like gummy yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. It was like that, but it was like swirling. In like technique a technique to it. It was it's
1: fun. It's crazy. I was like. I won't do it? grapefruit though. I, w- I don't think I do include. I don't, don't like fruit. grapefruit. Eh, any fruit for that matter. That's messy.
0: I mean, most food I would think is messy. Depends. <laughs> Tried those pop frogs they love. How was it? I didn't like it. <laughs> Please tell me one didn't pop in your pussy. <laughs> oh no, He didn't even get that far. <laughs> as soon as I put him in my mouth, he's like, "No, no, 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 no!" And I was oh, like, oh, "Okay." Is sour?
1: Oh, no. I don't get it? So, I want to try them. Where'd you get them from again? Was that from the actual store? Yeah.
0: Which oh, I didn't. They right? look fun. Yeah, I just ended up eating them. I was gonna <laughs> give them. <laughs> I was gonna give them to Eddie, and then I realized that on the. No.
1: Well, they are just, just pop boxes. rocks? <laughs> but I thought it said something like I thought. No, oh, it, it did. Said, I didn't realize it. I was like,
0: oh. I grabbed the package and then I was like, oh, I guess anyone would like these. And then I read it and oh, I was like, no, sex no, candy. No, no, no. And I was like, oh, never mind. I'll just eat these by myself.
1: <laughs> I ended up eating them
0: like candy. <laughs> That's all I did. I just like laid in bed. Actually, while I was writing these notes, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm glad they they tasted good. They did. T- they were like pop rocks. I'm I'm actually kind of offended. I spent so much money on them because they're just pop rocks. I say they love. Yeah, I could have bought them for like a dollar, and I spent four. Oh really? Yeah. Three ninety five. That is a rip off. Alright.
1: Oh man, where we're we? This is a long segue. I'm sorry. We got way off tangent. <laughs> I don't even know what we were talking about. Oh yeah, they oh, we were banging. The
0: oh yeah. <laughs> they were banging underneath her. That's where we were. <laughs> the Freaky fetishes. <laughs> yeah. So what Colleen didn't know is Janice and Cameron had actually agreed. To let him kidnap a woman to be his sex slave, quote-unquote. Oh, these people were freaks, lady. Well, man. he was Talk the... Talk about f- sitting in the face. These were those motherfuckers. Well, he was actually the freak. She just kind of had been forced to go along with it. Because, like, he was into some super, like, crazy bonded shit. And, like, there was times where he would, like waterboard this bitch while they were boning and like to the point where she would like almost drown and she thought she was gonna die and then she was like listen i can't do this anymore he's like suspended her from trees and shit and like all kinds of crazy (laughs) stuff and he's like well i need this in my sex life so she had agreed to let him get a sex slave but he wasn't supposed to be able to penetrate her he could just like do all the crazy stuff that he wanted to her, like beat her and whatever else but he couldn't penetrate her with the original clause so, oh my God, I feel like, how do you go forward in a relationship with somebody that just
1: waterboards you <laughs> When they're banging, you're like, oh God, is this going to be sexy
0: or is this going to be the last day of my life? Like, I'm pretty sure she thought it was going to be the last day of her life. Plenty of times because it sounded crazy.
1: Oh my God. I feel like you don't move forward. You don't stay in that relationship. Be like, listen, bro, I know what you're into and I'm sorry. <laughs> and the worst. I'm just not about it. And then she was like, all right, just take somebody. Just take somebody. Yeah,
0: just take somebody. I just don't want it to be me no more.
1: You could do whatever you want, and then we could fuck. But these people are fucking crazy. She's fucking crazy for fucking underneath her though. Yeah, there probably was like a foot like draping on her shoulder. I know, she's like just that.
0: like hanging
1: exactly like a limp ass foot. I'm she's like shoulder. licking her toe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, her feet were definitely getting assaulted during that like <laughs> banging session on the basement fucking doggy beggar whatever the fuck it is, you know. I, Oh god, it's so
0: strange. <laughs> it's just so strange. Well, so the penetration rules ended up changing pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh Cameron tricked Colleen into thinking that she was taken by a satanic organization known as the company. Wow. Yeah. And he he actually made up like a fake contract and like forced her to sign it saying that she agreed to be his sex slave. And officially and she was like officially bound to him as his sex slave.
1: Creepers, all right.
0: Yeah. So he convinced her that if she tried to run or tell anyone about the company, they would kill her. Well, actually, they would kidnap her back and bring her back to him and then kill her family or anyone that she told. For the next seven years. Get out. Ah, what the fuck? For the next seven years, Colleen was kept in a coffin-like box underneath Cameron and Janice's bed 22 to 23 hours a day. Like they had kids and the kids didn't even know that this bitch was living there. And she was forced to be silent the whole time. She couldn't make a sound. During the summer days, it would get up to like 100 degrees in there. And all they had was like a little tiny fan facing towards a little tiny hole that she had in this coffin for some air circulation. And they gave her a bedpan that she would have to move with her feet because she couldn't sit up. That she would have to move with her feet to like position under herself so she could pee and stuff.
1: That's gross.
0: She was only let out to be tortured and raped. ...and occasionally do chores around the house. Jeez. Or she was let out to babysit.
1: They had her introduced as the
0: babysitter? Yeah. The kids... bro. The kids had no idea that she was living there. And they had moved from the house that they were in to, like, a trailer home. Whoa. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Colleen was held captive from 1977 to 1984. Damn. Towards the later years of her captivity, she was given more freedom... They actually let her get a job at like a hotel or whatever, but and they would like take all her money. <laughs> I mean, at least she was out. I I'm, I'm sure she was happy just to be out um.
1: He working. actually
0: he let her visit her family one time during this captivity and told her that if she told her family about it the company would come and like kill them. So like she pretended that Cameron was her boyfriend. The family thought that she just like joined a cult cuz she like wouldn't talk to them or You know whatever and she only was allowed to stay for like a certain amount of time and then they left and cameron had to be with her the whole time god yeah it was crazy (laughs) there's actually a photograph of like her and him that looking like a quote-unquote happy couple at the family's Mm -hmm. house during the seven years of her captivity that's insane so towards the end of it when she was given her freedom or whatever Mm -hmm. eventually like her and janice ended up becoming friends because at first janice wasn't about it she didn't like this bitch she was mad Whatever. But then Cameron decided that he wanted to make Colleen his second wife. Janice wasn't about it. She's like, oh, no, bitch. I'm the only wife here. (laughs) So, after that, Janice was like, this is the last straw. And she told Colleen that everything was a lie. (gasps) Oh, shit, son. And that there was no company and that they kidnapped her and, like, brainwashed her into thinking that this was true. So... Janice actually helped Colleen escape and drove her to the bus station and Colleen called Cameron on the phone and was like I know that everything was a lie and I'm leaving and he started crying on the phone and was like asking her not to leave and like begging her not to leave him he kept her in a box 3 hours of a 24 hour day yep with a bedpan
1: Yep. please
0: don't leave me
1: yeah, sure, honey. Hold on. I'm turning around right now.
0: Yeah, let me not get on this bus away from you to come back and lay in this box. Speaking of
1: leaving, did you see that HBO documentary, Tina, about Tina Turner?
0: No, but I know Ike whooped that ass. Listen. It's so good. Watch it, lady, love. Watch it. <laughs> I know she became a Buddhist, too, and was like... Saved her life. Yeah. It was nice. I could you see was that. was whooping that ass. Bad. She whooped that ass back.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> but anyways... Yeah. She's not coming back, homie. Seven years of a lie. Yep. Thinking that her family was going to potentially get murdered by a satanic cult. Mm-hmm. Sure.
0: <laughs> and after you were beating and electrocuting her and raping her for whatever. On top of that, the wife, she's still got some blame in this. Oh, yeah. Well, what the wife is trash, people? but... I
1: mean, as a collectively, as a,
0: I don't blame the kids, but... Whatever. Well, the wife, I partially don't really blame because she got with him when I she was. The f- wife. She was fourteen. When- I don't care. I so still blame. Her. <laughs> <laughs> she was nineteen when they kidnapped Colleen, and she was fourteen when Cameron like kind of groomed her and like made her become it. his wife, and like he would do all these abusive sh- things to her and like kind of forced her into becoming what he wanted. So then, in order to keep him happy, she like conformed to what he wanted. So Janice helped Colleen escape. And Colleen agreed to not tell the police about Cameron for a little bit, hoping that he would see the error of his ways and, like, change. Hmm. Except that was not going to happen. That did not happen. (laughs) Janice, realizing that her husband was a psycho and sexual sadist with no chance of getting any better, finally called the cops and turned Cameron in for everything that he did. He actually apparently killed someone. Wow. Yeah, and Janice, like told the cops that he had killed someone but they couldn't find the body so they couldn't actually charge him for the murder because there was no proof. Yep. Janice was actually given immunity to testify against her husband in 1985 and Cameron was found guilty of sexual assault, kidnapping and using a knife against Colleen. He was sentenced to consecutive prison terms totaling 104 years in prison. In 2015 he was given a parole hearing and denied. Cameron may actually be released sometime this spring in 2021 and is currently in court proceedings to decide whether he should be classified as a sexually violent predator which
1: duh he kept somebody in a in a coffin like box under his bed for most of their days for most of her 20s for seven years mm-hmm yeah let's think about it
0: whatever I guess he's and when you look at this dude, he like looks like fucking Mr. Rogers or something, like he's really? not, yeah. It's good feeling when you're able to find people who like to play the kinds of things you like to play. That's one thing that helps to make friends, playing together. That's disgusting. He's just gross. So after the trial, Colleen decided to try getting a degree in accounting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Coping with her trauma has been very difficult and led to a string of failed marriages and a child of hers being in prison. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, I think Colleen. Come on, seven years of trauma. It's not like she's going to be fucking Martha Stewart.
1: I mean, I know, but...
0: Well, now at age 62, she believes that she has managed to grow past all of her pain and is still trying to live her life as best she can. Mm -hmm. Now we're down to number two. I titled this one, castration never sounded better. (laughs) So, on June 10th, 1991, in Myers, California, 11-year-old J.C. Dugard left her house in her favorite all-pink outfit and started walking up a hill to get to her bus stop. When she was halfway up the hill, a gray car pulled up next to her. J.C. thought that the person was going to ask her for directions, but when Philip Gray Garrido? Garrido rolled down his window... He had other plans. Mm -hmm. Philip shot JC with a stun gun until she passed out. And then his wife, Nancy Dugard, grabbed her and put her in the car and then held her down the entire three-hour drive back to their home. That was 120 miles away in an unincorporated area in Contra Costa County. Jeez. They stripped her naked. And ran her into a soundproof shed in their backyard with a blanket over her head. The only thing that they didn't take away from her was a butterfly ring that they didn't realize that she had. Once in the shed, Philip kept her inside of it for about a week, handcuffed. The first thing he did was shower with her, which was the first time she had ever seen a man nude. Mm -hmm. And then a week later, he raped her and then left her inside of the shed naked telling her that he has Doberman Pincher dogs outside trained to kill her if she tried to leave. J.C. Dugard was raped, mutilated, tortured, and isolated for 18 years <gasps> Wow! by Philip and Nancy. Three years into her captivity, J.C. got pregnant and gave birth to her first daughter at 14 years old on August 18, 1994. And on November 13th, 1997, at age 17, J.C. gave birth to her second daughter. They were all treated like dogs, and they lived in the backyard in sheds and in tents. They never lived inside the actual house. And J.C. had actually, like, because she was living in the backyard, Mm -hmm. she had seen a neighbor kid, and he found her talking to him, so he put up a big stockade fence all the way around so no one could see inside. The police were notified multiple times about sightings of JC and about Philip being a psychosexual sadist with children living in tents outside. But no one looked too far into it, even though Philip was a convicted sex offender who raped and kidnapped a little girl in 1976. Oof. On August 26, 2009, Philip was asked to attend a parole meeting with Nancy, JC, who was going by Alyssa at this time, and her two daughters. After Philip made them go to UC UC Berkeley a few days earlier to pass out religious flyers. And it was discovered that Philip was not supposed to be around children because he was a sex offender. Philip eventually broke down and admitted to kidnapping and raping JC. Because initially they were like interrogating him Mm -hmm. and then they were trying to talk to JC. But she had like super bad Stockholm Syndrome at this point. So she was just, like, going with the story, saying that her name was Alyssa and that, you know, she didn't know anything about it. But once Philip, like, finally admitted to it, then she told them who she was. Mm -hmm. Philip and Nancy were charged with 29 felony counts, including rape, kidnapping, and false imprisonment. Philip was sentenced to 431 years to life, and Nancy received 36 years to life. They'll both be eligible for parole in August 2034. Bean, get the fuck out of there. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'll be honest. I out of the two of them, Bean is probably the only one that's like, "The fuck is in here? <laughs> I'm gonna dip my head in there." <laughs> oh, it's the <a> box? <laughs> Let's see what's inside of it. She's been fucking around with that box for a while. I know. For a while, it's so cute. I didn't think she made it that far. I was like, oh, oh,
0: oh. <laughs> I was trying to ignore <laughs> it. I'm like oh Maybe she- she's over here. da da da. the fuck out of here
1: i didn't think i thought you were gonna ignore her i'm like she'll stop she'll stop bye bean i know now she stopped she's like mom yelled at me i'm gonna
0: go hang out with dad (laughs) fuck you mom (laughs) they love you i know (laughs) both of them will be eligible for parole in 2034 which how the fuck are you eligible for parole after you raped and kidnapped a little girl and kept her there for 18 years yeah. and then got her pregnant twice twice yeah and then made her have an at-home birthing in a shed yeah like she was never allowed to see a doctor or a dentist obviously that entire time that she was there
1: <laughs> imagine that
0: like what the fuck so jc was finally free with her two daughters at the age of 29 Mm. So that's as old as I am now. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've done a lot of living. Mm -hmm. This poor girl had no living for 18 years. Yeah. She was awarded a $20 million settlement from law enforcement for the shit job that they did of checking in on Philip, even after multiple calls that he had the girls living in his yard. Right. You
1: You can't publicly be like, we found this poor girl who's been missing for 18 years. And despite multiple calls... Took us this long to find her. We're really sorry, by the way. So here's a lot of money.
0: Yeah. Well, parole officers made 60 visits to the home during J.C.'s 18 years of captivity huh. and never found her. Wow. So that means they didn't go in the yard. Not at all. You, you're not gonna check inside the tent. Yeah. You're not gonna look inside the shed. Yeah. Hey, what's uh, what's uh, what's of those little uh, tents you got back there next to the shed? Is that a baby crying? Let me just go check it out. <laughs> yeah. Like, like what, the fuck? what? Since she became free, she has written two best-selling books and checked off almost everything on her bucket list. She's given life is for the living a whole new meaning. Mm. So that's good. She was even on Oprah. Good for her. I'm sure I'm sure she made some money off of that. Listen. She's got
1: some wool in the bank. So yeah,
0: I Mm-hmm. Even though that was
1: a lifetime worth of suffering, so that's
0: good for her. Exactly. Especially because, like, $20 million in comparison, not that much. I feel like I should have given her, like, a solid
1: 30 Yeah. Take care of her for the rest of her life. Come on.
0: Exactly. So, number one. This one I titled, I Vote for the Firing Squad. <laughs> on August twenty third, 2002, in Cleveland, Ohio, 21-year-old Michelle Knight disappeared the day she was supposed to appear in court for a custody trial over her son, Joey. Because she was 21, no one put in much effort to find her. On April 21st, 2003, the day before her 17th birthday, Amanda Marie Barry went missing after telling her sister that she was getting a ride home from her job at Burger King on West 110th Street and Lorraine Avenue in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. The FBI thought she was just a runaway until a week after her disappearance when a man used her cell phone to call her mom mm. saying, quote, I have Amanda, she's fine, and will be coming home in a couple days. On April 2nd, 2004, Georgina Lynn DeJesus, age 14, went missing on her way home from school at West 105th Street and Lorraine Avenue. What no one seemed to realize is all three girls were kidnapped by the same psycho named Ariel Castro. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. Ariel got the girls by offering them a ride home. He'd drive them to his house, lure them inside, and then chain them in the upstairs bedrooms. He raped, starved, beat, and tortured these girls regularly. Mm -hmm. Michelle, who was held captive for 11 years, had gotten pregnant at least five times, and Ariel beat her and starved her until she miscarried every single time. He actually used to hit her with, like, dumbbells and shit. Jesus. Yeah, like, he beat the shit out of her. I had actually listened to another podcast about this one, and they get super in-depth about her. And she, since she was, like, the first one they could, that he kidnapped, he mm-hmm. was, like, very, very aggressive and, like, mean towards her. Because she was also the oldest. Mm-hmm. Amanda, who was held captive for 10 years, had also gotten pregnant. And on Christmas Day, 2006, Michelle was forced to help Amanda birth her daughter while she was laying inside of a blow-up kid's pool. Michelle was told by Ariel that if the baby didn't survive, he would kill her. So when the baby was born, it actually had stopped breathing for a minute, and Michelle had done, like, a little CPR on the baby and managed to bring it back to life. And he made this baby call him Daddy. Amanda had taught her daughter how to read, too. Which, I don't get how you managed to teach your daughter how to read while you're locked inside of a bedroom on a twin mattress. I mean, what else did they have? Bean.
1: Amanda <laughs> oh, she came back, and she's like, they don't see me. I'm just no. going to slide in here like nobody has any
0: idea that I exist. I'm just going to chew on this box for no reason. Athena!
1: I bet I could get you to stop. I'd get her to stop. I know, just try to touch
0: her. <laughs> She was like, all
1: right, that's it. I'm done. (laughs) She'll (laughs) come back. Don't touch me. She'll come back. (laughs) My mom's cat today hissed at me. Really? Oh, I was fucking with her. Oh, Oh. I picked her up. She does. I wish somebody could record it. She does not like to be picked up. (laughs) She leaves. She, like, lets out this, like, meow squeal. Meow squeal? It's not like a full Meow. (laughs) And I'm like oh god Paris it's fine and then she like you know how they like throw their body like in a hula hoop motion she's like
0: seizing yes, in your eyes. yes
1: but like my mom makes no effort to cut her nails so they're like oh dangerous and she's just she's
0: got like talons it was fun that's hilarious
1: we're making strides I'd like to say
0: I'm picturing it like Paris rolling like an alligator, like the crocodile hunter, you know how you would have to like mm, wrestle those bitches down and then they would like spin. That's how I'm picturing yeah. Paris. Yeah. She, she 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 tried. She's fat, but she tried. You
1: know? <laughs> Whatever. Oh, oh beat is like on the roll tonight. I know. She don't give a fuck, dude. And it doesn't <laughs> help that there's like a box in every corner of the kitchen right now. Right. She's like, you don't want me to fuck with this box? Fine, I'm going to fuck with the other one.
0: (laughs) I'm going to go fuck with the bigger (laughs) box. Oh, now you want to look all innocent. (laughs) It wasn't me. I'm not doing nothing.
1: Oh, God, that's so funny.
0: She's such a little asshole sometimes.
1: (laughs) She's like, all right, I'm going to take a break. Mom's getting mad.
0: (laughs) So Gina, who was a school friend with one of Ariel's daughters, was held captive for nine years. She was raped repeatedly, but... <laughs> this is, I think this is why we never do the
1: recordings down here. No, actually, this is the first time that she's actually, like, misbehaving. <laughs> I don't know. Did, she, <laughs> did you feed her late today or something?
0: I only fed them wet food today, so she's waiting for her dry food, and I think she's... So saying, this is your fault! <laughs> is that my fault? her wet food today so they could wait for the dry food because I wasn't sure what time it was going to come in. Oh, Lady Love, that's so funny. That, that's why she's fucking acting off. I know. She's like, this bitch ain't getting my wet, my dry food yet. Fuck your
1: podcast. Exactly. It all makes sense. It's <laughs> not like she's just out here, you know. She's mad. She's trying to get your attention for a reason. She wants her fucking dry food. All right, Bean. She let me touch her tail. She's like, she's out there.
0: <laughs> she's out here. <laughs> So Gina, who was a school friend of one of his daughters, and he like, actually met her parents and everything, like this little girl. So when she got in his car, she was like, oh, it's just my friend's dad. It's whatever. Mm -hmm. She was held captive for nine years. She was raped repeatedly but never became pregnant. The women were forced to live in squalor and unclothed. They were allowed to bathe only two times a week and were fed once a day. They were given plastic toilets that were rarely emptied and slept on dirty twin mattresses on the floor.
1: Mm.
0: Ariel would test the girls by leaving the doors unlocked, and if they tried to escape, he would beat them mercilessly. Jeez. Michelle needed reconstructive surgery on her face and lost hearing in one of her ears due to the brutality of his beatings. Damn. On May 6, 2013, Amanda noticed that the big inside door of the home was not bolted shut, only the storm door was. So instead of trying to run outside in case he was testing her, she took her chance and got the attention of the neighbors for help by like screaming and waving, you know, through the screen door. Two men who didn't speak English came to her aid and kicked a hole inside the door. Amanda crawled out of the hole in the door with her six-year-old daughter and another neighbor let her use their phone to call the cops. When law enforcement arrived, They searched the house, and once they announced themselves, Michelle jumped into one of the officers' arms, saying, quote, you saved me. And then a few seconds later, Gina walked out into the hallway from another room in the upstairs. All three of the women were sent to the hospital. Michelle was in such bad shape that they kept her for four days, and the other two women were released the next day. On July 26, 2013... Ariel Castros pled guilty to 937 of the 977 charges against him, including kidnapping, rape, aggravated murder for the unwilling termination of Michelle's pregnancies. Mm -hmm. And he was sentenced to life in prison plus a thousand years without parole. So that dude was just never getting out of jail. We knew that. And on September 3rd, 2013, only a month into his prison sentence, Mm -hmm. Ariel was found hanging by the neck with one of his bedsheets in his cell.
1: Little bitch.
0: He is a little bitch. They tried to say that it it might not have been suicide, that he was just trying to do some like erotic asphyxiation shit. I'm like, nah. He knew he wasn't fucking seeing
1: another. He wasn't going to feel the sun on his skin again. And he's like, you know what? I'm out.
0: Yeah. The judge literally said that to him in a sentence, like, you know, you're never getting out right. And he was like, yes, I know. Exactly. And he probably came to terms with that and was like, I can't live in here. Never Mm -hmm. mind. He died at 53 years old. Trash.
1: Somebody else should have been shot like execution style.
0: Oh, yeah. I feel like they should have just firing squad his ass. But they should have done it slowly. Like they shoot off every toe. Yeah. And then like (laughs) work their way. Agreed. Oh, does that hurt? Oh, pew. (laughs) The toe, you Mm -hmm. know? I agree. Shoot off the two pinky ones first, though, so he can't run. Exactly. (laughs) You go about
1: it in a smart way.
0: After this ordeal, the girls are trying to live and learn how to cope with their trauma. Mm -hmm. Michelle changed her name to Lily Rose Lee Mm -hmm. and found out that her son, who she was in custody hearings for before she was kidnapped, was adopted by his foster parents during her captivity. Mm -hmm. She decided that she doesn't want to see him until he's an adult. So that she'll be able to explain to him Mm
1: -hmm. exactly
0: what happened. Mm -hmm. Because, like, at this point, he might not be able to understand that she didn't abandon him. Yeah. And it's not like she wants to explain to a child that, you know, she was raped and kidnapped for so many years, you know? She's gotten different tattoos as a way of coping with everything and got married in 2016. Hmm. She hopes to adopt children one day because it is very unlikely that she's able to conceive on her own due to everything that happened. Gotcha. Amanda and Gina both received honorary diplomas from John Marshall High School in 2015. Mm -hmm. In February 2017, Amanda was hired at WJW Fox 8 in Cleveland and hosts short recurring segments reporting missing persons cases. And Gina currently volunteers for an Amber Alert Committee offering help and comfort to the families of abducted children. They do what they can in hopes of helping families be reunited with their loved ones. And they also wrote a best-selling book together about their whole terrible experience, yeah. So Gina and Amanda still talk, but Michelle kind of like distanced herself from all of it. So she said she hopes one day that she'll, you know, talk to them again, but I would think after being captive for so long and being together for all that time, it's probably just a reminder of like the terrible times.
1: Agreed. Probably something she doesn't want to relive. Yeah especially since she's the one that's up with the mouse
0: oh yeah she was kept the longest and he like beat her the worst yeah reconstructive surgery that's terrible mm-hmm. oh and he used to do like all this terrible mental shit to her like he had given her a dog that she could have as a pet and she like loved this dog this dog was like the only thing that she ever loved in her life <laughs> at that point point. and he was like feeding her and the dog tried to like protect her and it bit him and he mm. broke the dog's neck right in front of her. Oh, my God. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah. Like, that girl had a lot of trauma. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the conclusion of our crime of lead love. Damn. These bitches do got some big dick energy, though. I, yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. This shit is awful. I'm like, when I think? How do you survive being kidnapped? you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially for such long periods of time. 18 years, yeah. 10 years, 7 years. Like, that's a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. Strong people. Definitely big dick energy. For sure.
1: That was good, though, little love. That was really good. Thanks, little love.
0: Next week, uh, it might actually end up being a 2 Okay. Because Eddie picked out a person that he wants me to do since Coley was the one that picked out the Dorothea Puente one. Mm-hmm. And I'm impressed with how fucked up the person that Eddie picked is who is it I won't say yet cause I you know I gotta do my whole Tofia thing mm-hmm. and tell you the story about it but it's a man and he is evil
1: <laughs> oh we'll see I'm excited
0: but yeah sweet if you like us like us on our Facebook group at <laughs> Wine Wicked Crimes and Cat Moms Oh My
1: or like us on our Instagram at
0: Cat Moms Oh My Podcast yeah okay You can follow us on Twitter, which I'm not that great at posting on, so I don't make any promises here, Mm -hmm. Um, at catmomsomipod.
1: Or you can email us at catmoms2 at yahoo.com. Yahoo! (laughs) Surprise, we're like actually remembering them.
0: I know. And then what else is on there? And you can join us on our Patreon at our $5 level. Mm Mm-hmm for access to our episodes before they're released and now our lady love drunken disorderly series that will Mm. be a patreon exclusive which i'm gonna i'm gonna shoot for like one or two episodes a month to put on there okay i feel like that's decent you can join us on our patreon at patreon.com forward slash catmoms oh my nice yeah so i guess we'll see you next week good night goodbye